evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Poetry Corner Podcast. You're joined by yours truly, Matt Foster, and my fiance, Cassandra Torres. Babe, want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Cassie. Um, I've been with Matt for two years now. I am, tonight we are going to talk about interracial couples and problems with interracial couples. Matt? Yeah, and as you, as you heard my fiance, we're going to be talking about those issues and everything like that. Because I'm not going to lie, for all those who are in interracial relationships, we kind of face a little more scrutiny than most couples. And not, not to say that most couples don't face their issues, you know what I mean? Everybody faces their issues, be it from family and friends, you know, uh, neighbors, you know, haters, whoever, you know. And uh, one of the biggest issues, I'm not going to lie... And I know it's going to sound very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not cheesy, but uh, <clears throat> cliche. It looks, it sounds very cliche, you know, especially where I come from. You know, it's a lot of issues with the law enforcement, the local law enforcement here where I live. Um, my fiance and I, we were driving one night. We came back uh, from Twin Falls and we were heading back to the house, you know, doing a little shopping, a little grocery shopping, whatever. We came back a little late. And spend the time out with, you know, the kids and everything. And like I said, going grocery shopping. So we hit Jerome and we noticed this police officer goes around the back. Like we had four cars behind us. They go behind one car and then they go behind the other. And they make this, they drive close to this one driver, causes them to get nervous. The driver makes a left turn and then they get behind our car. And I'm saying to my fiance, well, she was driving and I was saying to my fiance, you know, babe, is that a cop car behind us? And I wasn't even looking in the rear view mirror. I looked at the headlights, you know, how bright they were. I was like rubbing my eyes because they were really close on, on my car. And, um, no, it was my car that day, huh? Yeah, it was, it was my fiance's car. Sorry, but it was like really bright. So we was like, ah, my light. Like, who got high beams that bright? So, um, I look in the rear I slightly. Flashed, I slightly. No, remember, I flashed my hazards to say, hey, turn down your brights, guys. Yeah. So. And Obviously, you know, if your guys are drivers out there, you know, you know, be courteous. <laughs> you don't, don't have your high beams on, especially in the city or town, guys. Like, it's just too much. Now, on the freeway, it's a little bit different, but still, turn them down. And I flashed them, you know, just to say, hey, you, you're too bright. Now, guys, just enough. I have what's called photosensitivity. It means a sensitivity to very bright lights. Yeah, no, no problem during the day, but like with bright lights at night, it, it hurts. I won't lie, y'all. Yeah, and, so, and that's the same thing with me. I'm not going to lie. I got photosensitivity where if somebody would high beams drive up on us, yeah, like we're technically blind as bats. But, uh-huh. but with me, it's even with the new LED, you know, craps. I hate them. I can't stand them. They well, say, it was oh, with they that. make it safer. They say it makes it it's safer for the driver. But exactly. what about the other drivers? It, it can blind them. Some of the older folks out there, if y'all are listening, from the older generations, you guys, you can't stand bright lights in your eyes. You guys are older. You guys are, eyes are more sensitive. As we get older, folks, our body changes in so many ways. Not just our skin or our hair or our personality, but... One moment, y'all. Deal with it. Go to bed, please. Sorry, y'all. My kids just being so tired and not wanting to go to bed. But, y'all, folks, it, it's your body changes as you get older. 
believe it or not, our taste buds change every single year. If you try a food you don't like once a year, same time every year, eventually you may like Just, you know, having a gay old time. The kids are enjoying the Christmas lights. I'm not breaking any laws. And... Hold on, you might record from the top, babe, about telling them about the guy that was close to us because the recording... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The recording the cut police short. officer. Ugh. Where do I need to talk from? You tell them, like, you noticed the guy that was with the high beams, you know, that was following us is around the holidays. And, you know, we were having fun. Yeah, it was around Christmas time, and we were having fun, you know, just cruising and showing the kids all the Christmas lights around town and not breaking a single law, y'all. And all of a sudden... Woo! Cop lights come on, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" I pull over because he had backed up for a little bit, and then he threw on his lights <laughs> and his siren. So I'm thinking, "Okay, maybe he's got a call." So I pull over to the side like you're supposed to, and he pulls up behind me. The first question the officer says, besides license and registration, please, he looks at Matt and says. Are there any illegal drugs in this car? Okay, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I'm white, okay? It, for those of you that don't know, I'm white, okay? My kids are half white, half Mexican. For those of you that don't know, Matt is black. Despite his name, he is black. All right, y'all. So, and the officer that pulled up was an older white male. I say, no, officer, the only drugs in this car are my prescription medications. And I flat out showed him I have them in their prescription bottle with the label and everything on them. And he's like, oh, well, let me see your ID. I want to make sure these are for you. Exactly, and, and that's the thing. I looked at the officer like, officer, you have my license and registration right there. This is the same name. He had to go as far as to call my doctor's office to make sure they prescribed these medications to me. And for what reasons, guys? Because I won't lie, one of them was an amphetamine. It was, uh, it was an amphetamine salt. And it was Adderall because I have ADHD. Very, very badly. I also have ADD. I'm one of the fun kids from the 90s that got both. Now, I was on two different dosages for two different times of the day. I generally carried them on my purse at that time because of the hours I was working. So I didn't forget to take my medications. I go on my purse to grab something, and I remember, okay, i got to take my meds. All right, I'll screw that. I still do that to this day. I'm on different medications now because I was on those for like 20 plus right. years. But the fact that the <laughs> officer didn't believe me. Now, there was another day, you guys, that we were doing nothing wrong. We had to go all the way to Mountain Home because my mom and dad had given us a car. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was the uh, because we needed two cars. Yeah, I think it was they, they gave her the, uh, the 2002 Buick LeSabre. No. No, I mean not the Buick Saber. Oh my goodness. It was a Mercury Sable. <laughs> yeah, what Mercury Sable. It was a white Mercury Sable, guys. Two thousand. Give her the one moment, y'all. Ruby, enough, please. We're gonna give her back her pillow. Go ahead. 
Just close your eyes, please, child. You got a pillow right here, Miss Thing. Use it or go to, or you don't get a pillow. Good night. Then you don't get a pillow. Good night. Sorry about that, y'all. My three little ones are being a little church tonight. Um, but, so, and I accidentally, inside the library, had a blonde moment, if you will. And I locked my keys in the car when I went into the library. Now the backup key, y'all, is all the way in Mountain Home. We were in Jerome two hours away. So we had to get into our other car, which is my minivan, drive all the way to Mountain Home to my mom and dad's house, get their spare key. We visited for a little bit. So by the time we got back to Jerome, because we drove slow, I had not drive home because I was tired. Well, because I'm, I'm, I'm not just that. I'm a slow driver, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be real uh, with you. Uh, too slow, in my opinion. We've gotten pulled over more than once for that. Well, I got but kids in my car. If I got kids in my car, I'm not going to hurt my kids. I'm sorry. He won't even go the speed limit, folks. Yup, I'm that safe of a driver. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Um, you may hear some kids crying for a minute, y'all. I'm sorry about this. Ladies and gentlemen. My kids are deciding to play instead of go to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, and one thing, you know, babe, while you're dealing with the kids, I'm going to talk about this. One thing, ladies and gentlemen, interracial couples do face more scrutiny. It's really strange. And it, it, it's like, it, it's really strange, but it's factual. Especially if you are a white and black couple. Or Hispanic no, and Caucasian couple, or you know, or a uh, or Asian and black phone. couple, you know what I mean? Or it's just, or you're a young and old couple, you know what I mean? Like you'll face so much more scrutiny versus those who are of equal yoke or equal level, you know, or of equal race or something like that. And I'm not trying to say anything disrespectful to anybody, any race, any creed, or any color. No, I'm not saying. Anything disrespectful, ladies and gentlemen, is just from my personal experiences. No, it's not just white and black. So it's blacks and Mexicans. It's white and Mexicans. That's, that's what I said, I've babe. Seen that's it, what I said. I've had it. That's what I said, babe. That's what I said. It doesn't matter what race you are. If you're an interracial couple, guys. I, you know, I have a lot of Hispanic friends who are who are in relationships with either white uh, girls or white boys, or. Uh, Blacks black black or boys or, or black girls, you know what I mean? Like it, it's like it's like I know a lot of interracial couples, you know. So therefore, they call me with the same advice in the middle of the night, or they'll text me about their issues, and you know they were like, "Hey, Matt, I want you to talk about this on the podcast because you know, like I, like this has been going on too long for me and my fiance, or me and my husband, me and my wife." And I'm like, "Yeah, we can talk about it, you know." And Lo and behold, you know, a recent situation between me and my fiance, you know, it, it was like the breaking point. I don't know what it is with law enforcement and pulling over interracial couples. Like, you know, I don't see why if you see a couple with their kids, they're not up to no, they're, 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 they're not up to nothing bad. Don't assume they're up to no good because they're out with their kids. Yes, there are people who do do drugs, sadly, and have their kids around. Or do sell drugs and have their kids around. Yes, I understand that. But at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you see somebody out with their kids, nine times out of ten, they're they're doing something good. 
you know, and before you give me the whole situation of, well, I've seen this happen and I've seen this situation happen and I've seen that happen. I used to be a police officer or I am a uh, law enforcement member right now and I've just pulled somebody over about a month ago for this and that. Yeah, I do give you that. But at the same time, I'm someone with a clean background. Heck, I podcast. I'm a poet. I'm a writer, a motivational speaker. Why would I do anything negative to damage that reputation? I would look like a hypocrite in the eyes of my listeners, in the eyes of my fiance, my kids, you know, of of my family and my friends, you know, my church. Hi, babies. And I'm sorry, my daughter's on the phone right now, ladies and gentlemen, while we're podcasting. <coughs> Say goodnight. Good night, babies. Love you. Oh, see, cause I love I love my kids, man. I love my kids. You know, and I know I sound a little rough, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, it was coming off a of cold, huh? Mwah. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's the thing. Like, and and, and it's like. Good night. Yes. Good night. Good night, babies. Love you. Mwah. Hey, do you blue your kiss? You don't blue me kiss good night. Mwah. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. But honestly, ladies and gentlemen, now that I got them back to bed, this night, we didn't get back to Jerome till probably about 11.45-ish. So we had to go all the way downtown to the library side. Went to the library where my car still was. Now, Mac told me, oh, babe, there's a car, you know, please car, just be careful. He's kind of eyeballing your car. This has been there for hours, guys. And I mean hours. It's almost one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> All this cop, cop, cop sees is this white car, this gold van, a white woman driving this gold van, or this three-colored gold van, and then Riker, bed. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, and then me get out, and there's a black man on the front seat. He doesn't see the kids, because the kids are on the back. And they're asleep. So I don't wake them up leaving them, and I leave them in the minivan. I get out and go to the car. I hop, unlock my car, get in, and the officer sees Matt get in the driver's seat of the minivan. That's all he sees. He doesn't see anything else, or understand anything else. He follows us. Over a mile, ladies and gentlemen, which is not okay before they can pull. They have about half a mile, max a mile, before they cannot pull it over anymore. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it was over a mile. Then they, all of a sudden, I, why do you not, ladies and gentlemen? I thought they were going to pull over Matt. I was going, in, I was in front of Matt, and Matt went around me. <laughs> All of a sudden, as I turn into the apartments where we were living at the time, woo, there go the lights. 
pulled me over and asks if I was doing illegal drugs. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the middle of February. There is black ice on the road. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I have been up since 5 a.m. the previous morning. I still got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning for work. It's 1 a.m. Now, ladies and gentlemen, yes, I'm driving below the speed limit, which in that area was 35 miles an hour. I was going probably about 20 miles an hour, and I had my hazards on. Asks me if I'm doing any illegal drugs and what I'm doing and why I exchanged cars that early in the morning. I looked the officer dead in the eyes and I said, officer, I've been up since about 4.30, 5 o'clock yesterday morning. I have not been to bed. I just got back from Mountain Home because I locked my keys in my car. So I had to go all the way to Mountain Home to get a spare key. He's like, well, why was the spare key in Mountain Home? I was like, because, officer, I just bought this car from my parents, and they live in Mountain Home. Hence why there are Elmore plates on this car, officer. Exactly. And, officer, I work in about four hours. It is the middle of February. There is black ice and snow on the ground. Said, shut off Tyree's room right now. Go to bed. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. And so you're saying there was black ice on the road, and what else, babe? There was black ice and snow on the road in the middle of February. And the officer is asking me why at one o'clock in the morning I'm going 20 miles an hour with my hazards on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not gone to bed and over. You have been up for over 20 hours working in a factory. And you're going to be up in four hours to go to work, ladies and gentlemen? Are you not going to be driving about 20 miles an hour, if not slower, with black ice and snow on the ground? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but that was not okay. They caught that flat out asked me is if... The other person that was in the car with me was my drug dealer. I looked appalled at this officer. The officer doesn't look like I do drugs. I showed him what drugs I do, which were all prescription. And I said, officer, that is the man I'm living with, a.k.a. my boyfriend. At the time, that's what he was. And I said, I had to go to Mountain Home to get my spare key because I don't have one yet. I have three toddler children. Does it look like I do drugs? The officer actually had the gumption, ladies and gentlemen, to say, well, you do have giant bags on your eyes, and you are pretty skinny. I'm like, officer, just because I'm with a black man don't mean diddly squat. Because I got in a different car because I need to go to work with this car in the morning. Don't mean Billy squat. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of interracial couples get judged. And it's not just because, oh, well, a white woman or a black or a white man is with a mixed colored person. 
doesn't matter what color, whether they're Asian, Black, Mexican, Puerto Rican, it don't bloody well matter. If they ain't what you get looked at, you get judged. Okay, and autom- one of the automatic assumptions, ladies and gentlemen, I have noticed is drugs. Automatically, that other person's a drug dealer. I know someone who automatically thinks, I lie to you or not, Matt is a drug dealer because he's black. Because that's all the black guys she knows. All the black guys she knows are drug dealers. That is not true. Because he is from Philly, he is automatically a drug dealer, ladies and gentlemen. This is not true at all. And the funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to lie. It's like friends of family would judge you if you show up to like a family barbecue. You ever showed up to a family barbecue with someone of the opposite race and your whole family just get quiet like they looking around each other like, is this person going to be here? Like, are they lost or something like that? I'm like, no, nah, this is my fiance. Like, no, nah, don't, even, don't All right, even ladies and gentlemen, I brought <laughs> Matt. When well, my, Matt first met my parents, they were taken back. Here's the reason why, ladies Take and gentlemen. They, small... they did a double take. They did a quadruple take, honey. Now, here's okay. the reason why, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. In the past, because there was not many black people where I grew up, weirdly enough, for, it doesn't matter. Black, African-American, doesn't matter. Where I grew up, there were no African-Americans. They were black people. Okay, they were just black people, I'm sorry. So what they were. There was not many male black kids in my school that I would date. Now, ladies and gentlemen, my school was mainly whites, Mexicans. There were some mixed in there. Now, I won't lie, my best friend is half white, half black. I love her to death. She's a crazy woman. I love her. She my sister, she my best friend, she my wife. And there's another word, but I don't know, and she's my bitch, and I'm her bitch. It, it's just how it is, ladies and gentlemen. Matt don't like it, but it's the way it freaking rolls, because I've known her the whole lot longer than him, and it's the way our, me and her relationship is. And some of the black guys that were in town, and I went to school with, were her family, folks. Yeah, that does not go over well. You know, girls, ladies, y'all know, you don't get your best friend's family. Or you just don't. It's one of them unspoken rules, ladies. Gentlemen, y'all, I know, have the same rule. You don't date your brothers or your best friends, sisters, or cousins. Y'all don't do it. I mean, I know, I know some friends back home that would date they sister, they friends' sister or brothers. Yeah, you know what happened. They, they don't, they don't. Hell no pick. They have no picks. And bless you, my brother. My my friend sneezed the other way. I mean, the, by the way, and whatnot. So I had to say bless you to them. But oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, let him know. I said that if he sneezes three times after you said bless you, the fourth time you're gonna assume it didn't take, and he is a demon that needs to be destroyed. <laughs> Leave the cat alone. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to lie. And then it's, like, friends that will judge you. Uh-huh. My like, parents had only ever seen me, ladies and gentlemen, with whites or Mexicans. I showed up to her house, guys. This is not a joke. This is not a drill. 
this is the truth. I showed up to her house. They heard my name. And she was like, well, mom and dad, this is Matthew. They was like. No, 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 no. I did not just say Matthew. I said, mom, dad, I'm going to use her full name. This is Matthew Isaiah Foster. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. He has shown up to job interviews. And they threw a triple take on him last week. You Matthew? Yeah. And they will fuck him. I uh -huh. did not expect this because it sounds like a white guy's name. Matthew Isaiah Foster is the whitest guy name I can ever think of. Besides Billy Ray Jr. And the funny thing, guys, is we've been out on dates with me and my fiance. And sometimes, you know, we you'd have to call and re make a reservation and all that. We show up and they look at me like, you? Like, you, you heard fiance? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yes. The sky is blue and the water is in the ocean. But, you know, yes, I'm Matthew Foster. Like, like I felt so offended most times. Like, I felt so offended, guys. I'm not going to lie. And then it was like, when they hear her fian my, my fiance's name, they hear Cassandra Torres. They were like, are you Cassandra Torres? She'd be like, yes. No, you two thought I was Hispanic? No. Yeah, just because, okay, I won't lie, ladies and gentlemen, I have, I have been married before. I will get it in a minute. I have been married before. Yes, to a Mexican. Yes, his last name is Torres. But that don't mean that I won't lie. Ever since, I'm no longer married to the man. Your turn. But when I was, before I got married to him, if I need, if I had anything from health and welfare... Uh, it was never would I ever receive it in any form of Spanish. Please? Yes, I will. Shut up and lay your head down, close your eyes. Please and thank you. I'll get you more if you shush. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But for real, ladies and gentlemen, since I married my ex-husband, Who's Mexican? Crazy-ass Mexican, don't keep in mind. But I started getting things in Spanish and English. First in Spanish, then in English, ladies and gentlemen. Just because my last name was Torres. Didn't matter. My profile said I was white. Didn't matter. I'm Mexican, apparently, and I know how to read Spanish. Apparently. Yeah, and, and 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 the funny thing is, like I said, we've shown up to stores. You know, people look at us as be like the Kmart and Twin Falls. With me, my fiance, my kids. One day, we did a little shopping. Go to the checkout line, and I was like, "Babe, can I get this soda real fast?" The cashier looked at me, looked at her like we were smoking crack, and and we went to Staples. Oh my God, Staples and Twin Falls. This never, I never forget. They straight up asked me, "Where are you from?" I was like, Philadelphia. So you got an accent. You're not from around here, are you? And they asked my fiance. They said, is he really from Philadelphia? And I was like, she was like, yeah, he's from Philadelphia. And he was. the lady was like, he did a double take and she shook her head. I was like, like what? Like, I, I can't, I, I can't be with a white woman. That, that's what you're saying? Like, you know, no, no disrespect to my sisters, you know, my brothers out there, you know. Like, to anybody of any race or creed or color. Like, I don't care what race, creed, or color you are. You know, if you love somebody, you love somebody. That's just what it is. 
you don't sit back and judge nobody for the choice that what they make. What is my name, boy? <clears throat> like, if you don't like, if hey. you don't like the, the fact that somebody's with a certain person, you got to suck it up and deal with it. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't be like, well, they're not, you know, black or they're not Irish. They're not Italian. They're not, you know, Asian. They're not. Ladies and gentlemen, essentially what it boils down to is this ain't the old days where it was taboo to be with a different color or race. Ladies and gentlemen, I know a couple. I haven't spoken to them for years. I know them growing up. The man was black. The woman was white. Now, when they got married... They don't legitimately all each other has, except their kids. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason why, ladies and gentlemen. Because when they got married, it was taboo for a black man and a white <laughs> woman to be together. It was so taboo, ladies and gentlemen, that their families, when they found out that they had gotten married, disowned both of them. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how taboo it used to be. Yeah. But the only thing is, like you said, we're not in the old days no more. We're, we're, no, we're not. We're entering we're in a the whole modern day. new decade. Ladies and gentlemen, just too much. we're in a decade. We're in a generation, for crying out loud, ladies and gentlemen, where it don't matter your skin color, you can do whatever the hell you want to be. We've already had a black president. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm not bringing politics into it, but it's an example. We've had black astronauts. We have black doctors. We got black nurses. We got Mexican doctors and nurses. We got every race and color of nurses, police officers, everything, congressmen, congresswomen, lawyers, all that. Everything. It's been interracial. And finally, our presidency has finally progressed to that. We have had a different colored president than white. Which I applaud America on. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in an era. Ladies and gentlemen, it used to be that women could be nothing more than teachers, nurses, or babysitters. We couldn't own land. We couldn't vote. We've changed with the times. We finally are. Doctors, nurses, we're high up in the country. We've been uh, a treasurers all the way up there in presidencies, up in the, the government of the United States. We're congresswomen, we're doctors, we're police officers. Now, 100 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, that was unheard of. It was unheard of to have a female doctor or physician's assistant. It was unheard of to go to the store and be checked out by a woman as a cashier or be helped by a woman in a store. Mm -hmm. It was unheard of to be pulled over, ladies and gentlemen, by a female cop. To be treated in an ambulance by a female paramedic. Mm -hmm. To be... To have... Be in court and see female jurors, or a female lawyer, or a female plaintiff, or a female you know judge, we, or prosecutor. We, but now we do. Exactly. Now, we've got ladies past and those gentlemen, days, and we have accepted the fact that women can now be empowered. So women are, e- are just as equal as men. 
That's exactly where I was going. Why can we not accept the same thing? For interracial we have couples. passed, ladies and gentlemen, segregation shall no longer be an issue. We have gotten past those days. There is now no longer a separate bathroom for coloreds and for whites. Mm -hmm. Separate drinking fountains. <laughs> Two, three hundred years ago, that's what they want. There was blacks had to ride in the back of the bus. And if the back of the bus was filled in with all white people sitting down, all the blacks had to stand up in the back of the bus. And the whites were allowed to sit down. It was whites were doing everything. Blacks had to have everything separate. They had to live in the ghetto used to be an all black community. Now it's not. It's interracial, ladies and gentlemen. The ghetto used to mean the wrong side of the track where it was an all-black community or an all-colored community, ladies and gentlemen. Whether it was black, Asians, Mexicans, didn't matter. The wrong side of the track meant that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it just means it's a less... It, it's a community that is now not medium wage. They're lower wage people. And now it can be anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, we've moved past segregation where other the wrong side of the tractor or a ghetto meant you're colored. Exactly. And the other thing like other side of the track and ghetto now just means it's a it's a community that or a part of a community that exactly. is not a median income families. If you choose, whoever you choose to love, or whether, whatever race keep creative color you choose to love, you know what I mean? Like, don't judge nobody because of that, you know what I mean? <clears throat> judge somebody for the contents of their, their, of their character, how Martin Luther King said, you know what I mean? Judge somebody for, you know, their personality, how they treat people. Don't judge them because of their skin color or, you know, you don't like them or you see them out and about and you think that they're bad for each other. Like, no. Ladies and gentlemen, judge them on their behavior. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there's, I won't lie, there are stereotypes of every single race. Okay? Obviously, for those that are dark-skinned like Matt, black or African-American, one of them is they're all got their pants hanging down to their ankles. This is not being racist. I am stating and facts. I ain't gonna lie, though. I walked a couple times. Somebody told me to pull my pants up today. I was like, well, I have no belt. My old dog, the dog I used to have, chewed my belt to shreds, so I don't have a belt. So, yes, I was walking around in the church. Like, but that's pants not up. the only thing. That's <laughs> not the only thing. They're drug dealers. They do deal with drugs. You know, they're bad. They're gunslinging. They're gangsters. They try to say they're we're not Hold on. They're it's, not a good, good a member of society. They try to say we're, they're trying to say they're, we're criminal. Fried chicken eating, uh -huh. watermelon loving, Kool-Aid drinking, dunk car driving, drug dealing, low society type of people when we're there. When they're completely wrong. We are nothing like that. Now, like we ladies have black and gentlemen, athletes, we have black judges, black lawyers, black police officers, black firefighters, black, black actors, black president. You know what I mean? So it's like now, ladies and gentlemen, that's not the only example I'm gonna get. There's it's just one a for mindset of too. the individual. Okay, it's now, not the ladies first and race. gentlemen, Matthew, <clears throat> hold on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's some for every race out there. For whites, it's we're or not just whites, but mainly Americans. But there's some for Europeans too. For whites, 
in America. It is, we're all crazy ass Americans that live in trailers that all of us carry guns and we're, we're fat and we eat cheeseburgers. Okay, there's one for Mexicans. Mexicans are always mowing our lawns, doing maintenance work, housekeeping, and they always got a thousand kids because they don't know how to put a condom on. Okay, there's another one out there for, um, what is it, for Japanese or Orientals, let me say. Orientals out there. The stereotype is y'all got a gentleman, especially y'all got a small dick for you Orientals. Now that is not always true. Okay, like for Americans, no, that's not true. I mean, I'm a skinny thing. I love eating cheeseburgers. I love my guns. I love my knives and swords and bows of pep. <laughs> okay. Now, another one out there. This is not to offend a single person. This is an example, ladies and gentlemen, for stereotypes, okay? Now, these stereo every single stereotype out there, ladies and gentlemen, came from one person. All it took was one person, okay? Another stereotype out there, ladies and gentlemen, I will personally speak from experience, a dual experience on this one, because I have dated more than one Mexican. I've dated two in my time. All Mexicans, there's another one out there besides the one I told you earlier that they don't know how to put condoms on. Is that they are in the mind, the men can be in the mindset of women are supposed to stay at home, bear children, care for the house and finances. An old, 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, adage. An old adage of a mindset, which in, I will not lie, ladies and gentlemen, in Mexico, that is still very much true. Not in all places in Mexico, but in some places in Mexico, that is very much true. In some families in Mexico, and well, in the United just, States, that is very true. It's just now, racial stereotyping, you know what I mean? It is, but there is, there's reason why there are racial stereotypes, ladies and gentlemen. Like I mentioned a few minutes ago, ladies and gentlemen, I have dated two different Mexicans. My ex-husband, well, wasn't really dating, but I was with him. And then I dated an ex-boyfriend years before I met my ex-husband. Now, they were two polar opposites of the Mexican community. Because one of the mindsets for one of these stereotypes is that Mexicans will are abusers. Now, that is not always true, ladies and gentlemen. I grew up with a lot of them. Okay, I grew up in a community where it was predominantly white and Mexican and some Asians. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Not all of them are like that. I known guys who are not like that. And that's the same thing with blacks. All blacks beat their women. That is not true. That exactly. is not true and that's at the all. Thing. And that's the thing, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Like, if you got any type of racial stereotyping towards anybody, then you need... Well, I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say. You know, I was gonna say take him to the gallows, but, you know, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that's disrespectful. 
Guys, forgive me. I was just joking. I don't no, mean no disrespect. Not going to hurt it's like you should really, sit, you should really sit in the corner. There. You should really sit yourself in the corner and think before you say something stupid and racial and and, and, and disrespectful to an interracial couple or anybody of any race, color, or creed. Sit yourself in the corner, look in the mirror, and think before you say something stupid. That's just what it is. Like, ladies like, and gentlemen, here's how I feel about it. Okay, <clears throat> I don't care your color. I don't care your race. I don't care where you're from. Wait till your brother's done. Then go to bed. You just heard what I told your sister, young lady. Then go. Make it fast, boy. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the way I feel. Don't matter your race. Don't matter your color. Don't matter where the hell you from. All right. I have no issue with you as long as you treat me and my children and who I classify as me and mine decently. You treat us a-okay and you respect me and mine, I have no issue with you whatsoever. You treat us decent, there's no problems with you. In closing, ladies and gentlemen, in closing tonight, before we close out tonight's episode, guys, I want to be serious. Like I said, no matter what race, creed, color you are, you know, no matter who you with, no matter who you love, you know what I mean? There's going to be love scrutiny. Love does not know colors exactly. or There's going to be scrutiny against you. You know, don't worry about the hate. Just focus on loving each other. You know what I mean? Let's better our communities. Let's better ourselves. Let's better our marriages. Let's better our relationships. Let's better our friendships. Let's better our jobs, most definitely. Let's That's better where a lot of the stress comes from. Jobs. You know, but let's... Let's better our schools. Ladies and gentlemen, to be honest, all we have to do is better ourselves. If we better ourselves, everyone else will eventually follow. Exactly. All we have to do, ladies and gentlemen, we better ourselves. The rest will follow us eventually. One way or another, they will follow. Exactly. And let's, it's time to change the world. It's time to change the next generation. You know what I mean? Let, let's keep No, this, it's not time this. to change the next generation, Matt. It's time to change the generation now. Let's change our generation, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what I mean. And that's what I mean. Like the generation, if we can change ourselves, we can show the next generation that you know all those old ways. You know, don't like it. Like, it, it it doesn't matter anymore. You know, all that you know se- racial segregation. Nothing matters. Like, what know, matters is love. Ladies and gentlemen, the only difference between every single one of us is the pigment color of our skin. Perfect example. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the magazines and news no, articles that and whatnot. Matter. Like the pigment of our no, skin. It does, no, no, no. That's the only difference. That's the only difference between all of us is what I said. Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. doesn't matter what color skin you are. You can have. If there was a, a, a black and white, a, a black couple. They had a white child. It don't matter. She didn't cheat on her husband. Exactly, like the, and they both white viewed that, that baby as theirs, oh. you know? They even double-checked it. The DNA test said it was a mutation, ladies and gentlemen. A pure white couple can have a black kid or an Asian-looking kid. It don't matter. It's all genetics, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you look like. The only difference between any of us, besides the fact that we're unique, biologically, the only difference between any of us our anatomy is the color of our skin is the pigment of our skin that is it ladies and gentlemen 
That's the only thing. We all have a heart. We all have skin. We all have <laughs> muscles. We all have a heart. We have two lungs. We have two arms. We have two legs. We have two feet. We have two hands, ladies and gentlemen. We all have two eyes. Unless you are, of course, one of those people who, you know, have a, a genetic defect where you were born either without or with only one. However you were born, we all have the same internal organs, ladies and gentlemen. We all have a brain. Got two kidneys. We got a liver. We got a gallbladder. That's the only, exactly. And the only thing that makes us different is our skin color. But the only thing that unites us is love. So let us love each other, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know uh, better ourselves and our communities. Let's change the course of this generation to inspire the next generation to love Let's each change other. humanity, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Let's not just change our generation and the next generation. Let's change humanity, ladies and gentlemen. And it all begins Let's change everything. Let's change not just humanity, ladies and gentlemen, but let's change the world. Let's save our world. And we can do that by love. Ladies and gentlemen, it may sound weird, but I'd like y'all to do something. Maybe a stupid movie. I want y'all to watch a, a cartoon movie called Safari. And it, it, it's amazing. If I remember correctly, it's Safari. I don't have it in front of me right now, and I can't look it up at the moment. My children watch it. But it tells about this little lion cub who loses his dad because of us humans. And him and his mom and some of his animal friends. A safari adventure, I think is what it is. Something like that. And they go on an adventure to go to Dubai. And they have a little parrot that can speak animal and human. And this parrot, what he does... It makes me cry every time I see it. It may be a cartoon, ladies and gentlemen, but maybe it'll open your eyes to what we're doing, not just to each other, but to our world. This parrot threatens the humans to go into their homes, take away their family and their children, their habitat, where they're living. And the humans get all shocked and horrified and scared. And you know what this parrot does, ladies and gentlemen? Like, y'all don't like that, do you? That's what you're doing to us. It'll open your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. This parrot didn't want to help this lion cub. Or any of these creatures. But they're different animals, ladies and gentlemen. If you think about it, it's like they're a different skin color. Multiple skin colors coming together for a cause. Let's our cause be, ladies and gentlemen, love and changing the world with love. Exactly. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I love y'all. I love y'all to watch that movie, ladies and gentlemen. Because you don't have to, ladies and gentlemen, but it would be a good idea. Maybe it'll open y'all's eyes. A lot of people don't see until they see something like this. So it's maybe a kid's movie, ladies and gentlemen. But it speaks volumes. And that's all we need, ladies and gentlemen, is one thing to speak to us for us all to start changing.
one step at a time. That's all we have to do, ladies and gentlemen. One step at a time. I hope you all have a wonderful night, ladies and gentlemen. And we thank you all for tuning in. I thank my fiance for dropping some amazing knowledge on you guys, you know, and some insight, you know, on what happened uh, for interracial, for inter interracial. Oh my goodness, interracial couple. Ah oh, man, it's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. I had a long, long day, and like the past few days have been rough being sick, but uh, you know, I'm finally getting better, and thank God for that. And I thank my fiance. Uh, for tuning in and um, doing a podcast with me. And I thank you all for tuning in. You guys have been the most amazing, gracious audience. I love you guys. I don't know how much, you know, this, I don't know how many times I have to say it. I don't know how much love, you know, I can give back. But I'm going to keep just keep giving love back to you guys. I drop in back-to-back episodes if I can every night. I love you guys. I thank you for all the love and support. You guys are amazing. I hope you all have a beautiful and blessed night. Good night and God bless.